everybody. Thanks for downloading Smythe Automotive Sockets and Cylinders. I'm Statman from B105 Radio. My partner, Andrew Rosen, he's busy having his first child. So needless to say, he couldn't make it here today, but I got a special guest. He's from the Kentucky Speedway. You've probably heard him call in the races. His name is Tim Bray. Tim, thanks so much for joining us. And before we start talking racing, let's talk a little bit about you and your wife and your history down there at the Kentucky Speedway. I always like to hear about how people fell in love with cars. Let's talk about your cars and let's talk a little bit about the cars in your garage right now. I got a 71 Mustang convertible in mine. What about you? Well, on the flip side of that, my wife has always wanted a convertible. And she, you know, when she first went to college, her dad wouldn't let her because she wanted a Toyota Celica. Oh. And so, you know, it last November, actually, I think it was October, uh, after probably a five-year, you know, search, she finally found a convertible BMW. Oh, well, that's not a Celica. Well. It's, it's a hard top that um, it has the cold package, and we fa- she wanted a specific color. I mean, this has been ongoing. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. I mean, <laughs> she finally found the specific color in Cleveland. So we, sight unseen, bought this convertible. Oh, it was yeah. a lease that was turned in. It's a 2014. And I mean, I've never ever done anything like this in my life. <laughs> so, did you but, drive you know, up there and get it? Yeah, my son lives in Cleveland, so he went and drove it. And he said, "My wife wants it." So, <laughs> <laughs> so Luann says, "No, no, 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 it's mine." So, anyway, she'll have to get it in the will. <laughs> oh, there you go. He'll get it eventually. Yeah, yeah for sure. He'll have a sure. few so, more miles the on. Point it. is. Yeah, the point is, is that car people are car people. And whether it's something that you, you know, wait five years or your entire life for, or you tinker with it, or you just like to admire it, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's cool. I think everybody has their unicorn car out there. Mine is a a Mustang. What about yours, Tim? What's your uh, unicorn car, if you could have any Uh, out there? You know, I really like the 68 Camaro with the the hidden uh, lights um, back in the day. And I think if I could find one in decent shape, I could probably uh, be persuaded to buy one. (laughs) (laughs) But you just haven't found the right one yet. Right, right, yeah. But, it, yeah, I really, that that was a turn-on car when I was, yeah, younger. Oh, it, and, it's still a cool car, and and those yeah. those lights that opened up on the vacuum lines just right. kind of uh-huh. they wink at yeah. you if you don't have the vacuum lines set up yeah, just I right. Know, I but know. those are cool and cars. It was kind of fun because I, you know, I'm younger than that, but I always like <laughs> to you know to admire that car and uh, see. And I don't even remember who had one. I just remember seeing it either at the showroom or perhaps on the road. I'm from Marion, Ohio, which is about, I don't know, 45 minutes north of Columbus. And, you know, it was a car town. I mean, people would, you know, there was a loop in town that people would, you know, kids would show off basically. And uh, that was, that car I think was like the king of the hill. Made quite the impression on you. Yeah, no doubt. Well, that's kind of cool. 
Well, what what kind of cars have you had through the years that uh, you, you'd like to highlight? Did you ever have a hot rod when you were younger before kids? No, I really didn't. I mean, I was pretty conservative. I was I looked at cars that had good economy and you know some something that I could run around in. I think we had an Impala that was. Well, there you it go. Had a, it had a chance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like the family Impala, right? Yeah, right, right. You know, before kids Impala that I, if I had time, I probably could have uh, jacked it up. Yeah, <laughs> hot rotted it out. Right, but I didn't do that. I mean, I think um, <laughs> my. <laughs> Well, I don't even remember my first car. I think my first car was actually a truck. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, country boy. It, three speed on the column, you know. Yeah, three on the tree. Yeah, and and all definitely a shift. You know, you had to have a, a good clutch. And mm-hmm. uh, if if I was driving a car today by myself, I would have a stick. But yeah. my wife is driving my cars too and so yeah he's not that excited about driving a stick so i'm right uh, there with you yeah Yeah. i'm automatic but if i had something that was just mine i would definitely get a six speed or five speed yeah it's fun to drive and that explains how you've led into your career at the kentucky speedway well, maybe. I mean, I come out of stick and ball now. I mean, okay. they they tease me all the time about, you know, the stick and ball stuff. And um, you <laughs> Explain know, that for those basket. who don't know what stick and ball means. Well, I'm a basketball, football guy. There you, you go. Know, in baseball. And uh, so when you come into the world of NASCAR, it, which a lot of these guys, especially the drivers, they don't know anything else. I mean, No, they know racing. Yeah, parts, yeah, tires. Cars. Yeah. You look at Daniel Hemrick for an example. Daniel Hemrick came up through dirt. I mean, he's driven everything from, um, you know, karting car to, you know, now he's in the Xfinity series and dabbling in cup. I mean, his wife, he met his wife in Indianapolis and his wife beat him in a late modified race at, at Indianapolis Raceway Park. I mean, and she's Whoa. a racer too. He's yeah. never going to live that down. Oh, I know. He never has. And, you know, so, the you know, he that's an example of just, you know, these guys that are dedicated to the sport of NASCAR. It's a and life. It is a life. And, and I come out of, you know, catching as a kid in high school and, you know, playing point guard and basketball and cars and were just to it. get you to and from the game, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I and I'm a play by play guy and I've done that for forty years. And so I I really enjoy that part of it. But it all it keeps you young, man. It I mean does. it's just a, you know, when you see these young guys, especially in our sport, win for the first time oh my god i mean you win a nascar race it doesn't matter if you're christopher bella won the truck race last year here to uh, you know clint boyer i mean clint boyer every time he's winning now it's a celebration i mean mm-hmm. it is it'll go on for days uh, but <laughs> and he's a legend he's been at it for a while yeah. Yeah, he's been at it. I mean, he's had so many ups and downs in his career, and it's just so exciting to see him doing well at Stuart Haas, and he's in the playoffs. And, and the guy's a good driver. So the the point is is that I think that it it is sports is is an opportunity for us to get uh, really 
locked in to not only the 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 participants but for the fans too mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if you're you know college basketball is just the most awesome thing in the world and you, you can make a lot of correlations to, from basketball especially the college level yeah. to nascar because people are embracing it they are passionate about their sport and so when i came to this sport I already had that passion for, you know, seeing and being a part of really good athletic events, and I just translated it right into racing. So you had quite the education when you first came into announcing (laughs) races and stuff. How long ago was that? Let's go all the way back to when the Kentucky Speedway was just a a dirt hole. That's when they found you, right? I mean, you've been there for so long. Right. I came in 2000. And I was hired like end of January, 1st of February by Mark uh, Cassis and Mark uh, Simmendinger and Jerry Carroll. And, and Jerry had seen me at Channel 12 and felt like, okay, if you know Tim comes with us, you know, then that gives us a lot of credibility because of his network in the Cincinnati market and nationally. And so... Um, I came and I've been here ever since, and it was an education because I really didn't know that much about the ins and outs of NASCAR. And, um, you know, the first truck race, somebody walked in my office and said, man, you got a delegator, you're going to have a heart attack. (laughs) Because (laughs) there's so much. When I was in television, you know, you do a lot of it by yourself. You got a photographer who edits for you and, you know, and shoots all your video. But, you know, you do all the writing and, mm-hmm. you know, and setting up the interviews and, and all this. Yeah, stuff. exactly. I mean, and so I just translated that into what I was doing here. But, you know, you need help. And uh, so, and it built from there. I mean, in 2011, we had our first cup race, which I thought it would be about five years and took 11. But, yeah, there but was a lot you know. of circumstances. But, uh, we had a good foundation laid mm-hmm. at that point, and so for the last uh, seven years, we've been cup racing, and it's just there's nothing like it. It's the, there's, there's been a the ton of changes. Coming. Yeah, it's been the Super Bowl. I mean, I was asked earlier this morning, uh, is it uh, the is it all that? And I said it's all that and more. I mean, we got oh, yeah. two national networks in here. We got two radio networks in here covering. I mean, how many people attended last year? It it literally floods that town down there in Sparta yeah. well, and becomes a huge city of its own. Yeah, we kind of, yeah, we come into what would be what a third largest city in the bluegrass, I would think. Yeah, just in one day for that yeah, one yeah. event. It's amazing, right? And NASCAR Nation rolls in here on Tuesday. I mean, you know, they start camping Tuesday at noon. Oh, and, the fans are amazing. Yeah, it's it is and. And they all have their personalities. We got like mayors of different campgrounds (laughs) because what they do in, let's say, Millionaire's Row, you know, is not like the backstretch or definitely not the infield. It's like different communities. Yeah, exactly. And they've, and people associate with these folks like once a year and they all get together. And it's, oh, yeah, I want 52 because I'm, you know, next door to 50 or 51. Yeah. And we're all partying together and 
that's what it really is. And and now we've added tent camping to the doggone thing. And, you know, so it's it's really, a, a, I wouldn't call it a circus, but it's it's a lot of oh, fun now. It, it turns into a city. I mean, with all the campgrounds, yeah. the, the lakes, the, yeah. the shower Beautiful facilities area. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And now we've got the whole thing for college students in, uh, you know, Action Alley. And they're going to have a big party afterwards. Oh, and, man. And then Lot A. And that's new this year. And you and you can tent camp in there if you want, just because we feel like that's the thing to do. So, Probably safer you know. that way after partying uh, and watching a race in the hot sun. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and a little more than that. So, yeah. but, you know, it's an event. I mean, that's the thing that Jerry preached when I first came here. He said, please don't call it a race, call it an event. Yeah. And uh, so we've kind of taken that and other racetracks do the same thing. Well, it definitely is a bunch of events throughout the year. Well, let's go ahead and run through the schedule. Um, what, yeah. What's the next race we got coming up? Well, July 12th, it's the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series Buckle Up in Your Truck 225, appropriately named. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you got to buckle up in your truck. That's right. You know, and that's you the better. name of the race, too. And uh, so Christopher Bell is our defending champion, and he's in Xfinity, which is the next day at okay. uh, the Alsco 300, which is the Xfinity Series. We'll see a couple of cup guys in that as well. Kyle Busch is one of them. And Kyle's kind of cool because he's got an opportunity to tie Joey Logano if he wins the pole and wins the race because Logano, back in the day, in 8, 9, and 10, won from the pole each year. And that's never been done until the opportunity for Kyle here this year. So Okay, so we uh, might see a, a record being broken. Yeah, we might have a record being tied, that's for sure. So, okay. And then the big one is uh, the Monster Energy Cup Series, Quaker State 400. That'll be on Saturday. And you know, High Valley's here, which we're really cool, glad to have them in concert. And uh, they are the Brothers Act out of mm-hmm. Canada, and uh, they were – one of those ones to watch for oh, yeah. Stone Country. And so we're pretty excited about those guys. It'll be a great pre-show party. And it's, it, yeah. it really is an event. It, it, there's yeah. a concert going on. There's all the trailers and all the sponsors they have all their stuff out there. I mean, you, yeah. you gotta, you gotta go back to your car with a bag of free stuff you get <laughs> from walking around. Yeah. The display area is pretty impressive. Yeah. And then, you know, military appreciation tent, you you don't have to be a military person, but you just have to have appreciation for all that they do for us. That's and, you know, we've got so many drivers out. I mean, there's uh, 15 of them, I believe, last count that are going to do Q&As around the property. And oh, there's really? something going on from like 2 o'clock on in that military appreciation. Part, part of that fan tracks. experience, part of that yeah, making right. it an event. Yeah, and Trackside Live is um, the show. It's on NASCAR.com, and that'll go live uh, both Friday and Saturday from our pre-race stage out there in display. And so that'll be fun. And uh, we've got, you know, Merchandise Row, as you mentioned, and all the haulers are back, which I think the fans really enjoy. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's the trailers, these 53-foot trailers that just have all the merchandise from – Austin Dillon to Jimmy Johnson to you know the new guys and the old guys and Kurt Busch and Kyle and you can probably pick up some skills somewhere. Yeah, well, that's pretty. Th- those are like the big event races, but you have races and do other stuff all throughout the year. What once we we clear the big NASCAR race, what do you got going on the rest of the summer? Well, drive drive it. Uh, there's two things that happen. One, we have all these driving schools. 
And so you can actually get in a stock car and either do a ride along or you can actually drive it. That's one thing. I have done that, and that is a lot of fun. Yeah, and then you can come out and drive your own car on the track um, in November. Usually it's the first Saturday in November. And all you do is, uh, you know, buy something, tickets or, you know, merchandise over at the gift shop and you get three laps. And it's, I've done that with every single one of my vehicles because <laughs> I've always had fun. And yeah. uh, I'm wondering, is there any restrictions on cars? Uh, I say that no, because I have a 71 Mustang that might have a little bit of a drip of oil on it. Uh, maybe <laughs> I might get flagged. So bring it, bring a yeah. car that's not going to leave a mess. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you can bring. <laughs> You know, the soccer mom car, too. So Yeah, people take minivans out there, whatever, you know. Yeah, so as far as other races, we're done after July. I mean, it's a a big, big party, and uh, and we love our date. Uh, But uh, we're working on some really cool things for 19. And uh, But uh, this year, our September race went to Las Vegas to couple with a cup race from New Hampshire, and that starts the playoffs. And so, uh, you know, stays with family at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, which is part of the SMI group. And uh, so they'll take the truck race, couple it with uh, Xfinity, and then start the playoffs for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. That's awesome. Isn't it great to not just announce and work in the industry, but be a fan of it too? I think that's really a part of it because I you really get into just you know, who these guys are and gals and, and really – uh, get to know crew chiefs and the guys behind the scenes. I mean, you know, we, we've got a terrific relationship with Ben Rhodes, who's a young man out of Louisville, who's in the truck series. Last year he was in the playoffs. He's fighting for it this year. In addition to that, you know, you got the Kurt or the um, Clint Boyers that we talked about a few minutes ago, and and you get to to be around Larry Mack, and you know, you get to feel what those guys are all about and dale jr's in a booth now starting you know, in that exciting yeah so i mean i think it's 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 got a lot of uh character uh you hear that word a lot it's almost like it was talking about our racetrack but it uh, there's a lot of characters in this sport, <laughs> yeah too. well cool before i let you go i want to get one story from you of a memory down at the Kentucky Speedway that sticks out above the rest? Maybe it could be a goof you did while you're broadcasting or a funny <laughs> thing that happened. What's a moment that sticks out in your mind? I think the moment that there's there's many, but there cup race, ooh, maybe 12. Um, <laughs> I am getting ready to do pre-race, and it's about... 90 outside and uh they've got me down on pit road no i was out on the on the track out on the track so it's like 100 degrees it's about 150 it's that much hotter on the on the track than it is when the air is like that wow And, and i'm i'm announcing at the back end of the stage and they got the generator running and that exhaust is just blowing in my face and I'm trying to concentrate, and I can't move my feet because I am stuck to the asphalt. Oh, no. I can't move. Like your and shoes were melted into the tar? Yes. Oh, my god! Into the asphalt. It was that hot. So wow. let's hope it's nice 
but let's not have 90 plus. Well, I'm glad they got you unstuck from the track before they <laughs> yeah. waved the green flag, man. Yeah, my shoes may have been just there on, <laughs> you know, the apron. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's what I never wild. knew. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, where can people go if they want tickets or more information about the races? Yeah, if it, absolutely. 859-578-2300. That's the telephone number. And then the best way, I think, is just go to the website, yeah. KentuckySpeedway.com. Camping tickets, packages. we got a four-ticket package for $199 there. That's probably the best deal. And in addition to that, um, you can find out about kids being free on Thursday and Friday on $10 ticket for 12 and under on Saturday. So, you know, it's family at first, and, you know, we work for the fans. That's Bruton Smith's motto, and we just really feel like uh, um, you're building um, a fan base when you bring, you know, the young kids in mm-hmm. to experience what it's all about. And, uh, you know, so come early, stay late, tailgate. There you go. It's open at 7 each day. You know, we're we're excited. There's nothing like being at the track. You can watch it on TV. The experience is great, but there's nothing like being there and feeling it in your chest as the cars come roaring by. And, you know, you can smell it and you can taste the great foods. The aromas are fantastic. Well, you know, I met my wife at the Kentucky Speedway. I did not know that. Yes, very yes. Cool. I, I met her. Uh, I think we had Billy Ray Cyrus on the stage doing a pre-race uh, concert, and oh she came God. over, and I had moved into a house right up the street from her dad, and she said, yeah. hey, there's some DJ at your radio station that just moved in next door to my dad. I just wanted to meet him, and it was yeah. me, and we ended oh, up wow. spending the day together. I took her down to Pit Road trying to be a cool you know, rock star, like, yeah, oh, come absolutely. on backstage. Yeah. Uh, we get down to Pit Road. She stops. She took a deep breath with her eyes closed, exhaled, and went, mm, that smell, that, that rubber, that gas, that oil, all together just works. And I was in love. Crazy. That was it. I knew right then and there. I was like, I'm going to marry this girl. <laughs> Needless to say. Something in common. Yep. Well, that's a story that I had no idea. I, that was terrific. Yep. Found love at the Speedway. Well, hey, Tim Bray, thank you so much for stopping by and chatting a little bit with us. Sorry my partner couldn't be here. He's uh, busy making a having a baby with his wife right now, but once he gets back, uh, I'm sure he'll have some kind words to pass along to you. Yeah, super, and we'll do it again soon. Thanks, Tim, man. Thanks so much. Hey, take it easy, Tim. I'm going to cut a open and a close to this to make it all wrap up in a bow, and I can't thank you enough for your time, man. Hey, I appreciate it. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yep, see you down there. And if you guys have any questions for Tim Bray, feel free to email him to podcast at smythautomotive.com. We'll take those questions along with any automotive questions you may have. Maybe your car's making a funny sound. Just tell us about it. Podcast at SmytheAutomotive.com. For Andrew Rosen, I'm Statman. Thanks so much for downloading Sockets and Cylinders from Smythe Automotive.